Is going on, Brolo Coaster. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Today is uh, Friday, February 4th, 2022, and this is Season 9, Episode 12. Now, I have to say, I went into this uh, episode with a lot of like fervor. I was feeling really, really good about this one, and then as I was talking, I felt a little bit less confident. <laughs> and the reason for that being is that I kind of got a little bit, uh, uh, I feel like my... As I was talking, I felt like my point got a little convoluted by a few other things that were going on simultaneously in my mind. Uh, so I try, you know, I was, while I was thinking that of that one thing, I was also trying to uh, try to think of different angles where I could uh, explain that thing I was trying to explain. Because as I was saying it, I was like, that doesn't sound as clear as I'd like it to be. Uh, so you know, I haven't really listened back to it yet. So we'll, we'll hopefully. Uh, when, with all the edits, we'll have something that is uh, very coherent, clear, and concise. Uh, if not, well, at least we had that alliteration right there. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Season 9, episode 12. This one we'll call Potential. Let's go! All right, so today I wanted to talk a little bit about potential because uh, this was actually based on a uh, conversation I had with one of my clients earlier on this week. We were actually talking about the difference between someone that has trained before versus someone that has absolutely no training experience. And my client actually had uh, posed the question, like, what, what is easier for me to train? Is it someone that has, has that athletic background or someone that has, like, no background whatsoever and is kind of like a blank slate? And the question is actually has twofold answers. Now, I would say off the bat, like, you know, off the top of my head, the, the easiest person to train, easiest client to train would be someone that has no background whatsoever. And the reason why that is is because, you know, training people is a, is a balance of teaching something new and erasing old bad habits. And those old bad habits are, you know, they're, they're a little harder to break because uh, they've already been more or less cemented into your, and your, into your movement. You know, like these bad habits are essentially part of how you live. They're part of you, more or less. So removing something that's part of you is a lot harder than adding something uh, that you that is unfamiliar. You know, like it's easy. It's it's easy to do something new. Uh, well, at least in relation with respect to uh, trying to break a bad habit. I'm sure you've tried to you've had bad habits or whatnot that you've tried to break and you find that it's really hard to break them because it's something that is uh it's something that is in your memory you know it's like there's different types of memory and you know there's the procedural memory essentially that's you doing something over and over and over again so essentially it's become subconscious it's something that you don't even have to think about so like you know walking running things like that those are more or less procedural memories and those things are stuck they are stuck in your long-term memory. Now, the problem with that is, is that because they're stuck in your long-term memory, they're a lot harder to remove, and they're and because uh, they're harder to they're harder to remove, it's a lot harder to implement something new. 
like back to my earlier point of teaching someone something new and erasing old bad habits. See, with someone that has already trained, you have to first erase the old bad habits and then teach something new. Whereas someone that hasn't seen that before, has doesn't have that experience in moving that way, they, it's essentially something brand new to them. So the difference is, like say for instance, let's, let's, let's take an actual specific example. Say a push-up. Now, I might have a client that may not have the ability, that, say that it's, it's a newer client that has never trained before. They may not have the ability to do a push-up. They may be, or maybe their goal is to come in and do five or ten push-ups by the end of the month. Uh, it might be easier for me to train them on how to do a proper push-up form and they can work their, work their way into a push-up. They may not get it after the month. Maybe they do get it after the month. Uh, but when they get there, they're going to have good form. Now, uh, let's take that other person that is uh, trained for a while, maybe was an athlete back in the, back in the days, and they're doing push-ups. They may, they may already be able to do 10 push-ups, and their goal is to do 20 push-ups. The problem is that with those 10 push-ups, they are not correct form. And I don't want to say correct form in a way that there's like a correct form for push-ups. There is and there isn't, you know. The, I, I guess the best way to put that is the, a correct form is something that is not going to lead to further injury or unnecessary stress on your joints and muscles. Okay, so that's that would probably be a great way to uh, to define an incorrect form. So they might do those ten push-ups with incorrect form, putting in uh, you know putting undue stress on their shoulders and their elbows by putting their elbows out to the side or whatnot, or their like their back is too low and they lead with their lead with their belly button instead of with their chest, or you know maybe their butt is too high and so they're putting even more stress on their shoulders than they already should be uh, putting on because it is you know a push-up put stress on your shoulders but if you do it with your hips up or whatnot then you're going to put more stress on your shoulders and that's unnecessary unless that is your goal is to work your shoulders in that way so that person that has not trained ever before they may be they may be able to get those 10 push-ups that that person is that's already trained before is already doing like that person is already 10 push-ups ahead of them however those 10 push-ups that they're doing uh, are not going to be, are, are the 10 push-ups from that first person that has just started are going to be great. Whereas that other person that has already done 10, is already doing 10 push-ups, but they're coming to me because they want to do 20. I have to take those 10 push-ups and we have to correct them. And a lot of times when you take those 10 push-ups and you give them correct form, those 10 push-ups turn into five push-ups. And why is that? It's because they haven't developed the muscle groups that are necessary to do push-ups correctly. So that is part of it. You know, there's a procedural memory that I just talked about, which is like essentially your brain and how your brain uh, recreates things based on your memory. And there's actual muscle memory. And that's actually not a real thing. Uh, that's uh, more or less your neurological pathways essentially recreating uh, uh, a learned movement. And that's more or less procedural memory. Uh, but your your muscle memory will be like those muscle groups that are automatically activating when you're doing a push-up. Like the, the muscle groups that automatically just start going and you don't have to think about it because you've already done push-ups like 100,000 times in your life. Maybe not 100,000, maybe closer to 10,000, maybe more, I don't know, maybe more, maybe less, who knows, depends on <laughs> where you are in your, in your fitness game, but the, the point I'm making here is that, like, somebody that has that athletic background, for me, is going to be a little bit more difficult to train, just because of the fact that they have, uh, they have that whole, you have to take an extra step to teach them what you want to teach them, 
Whereas, you know, with a blank slate, more or less, everything is new to them. So the, the, so the neurological pathways are already firing because they're learning something new. As you, if you don't already know this, like your, your brain lights up a lot more when you're doing something new as opposed to when you're just doing something that's mundane and, you know, repeat, repeated. So uh, when it comes to your potential, I know like I'm thinking about when I was younger, uh, I was a little bit overweight. And this is uh, not necessarily in reference to, with respect to exercise, or this is not necessarily uh, something that relates to exercise, but it's still a memory thing. When I was younger, I, pl- I ran, or excuse me, I, I, I don't know, he played bowl. I was a bowler. You don't play bowling, right? <laughs> but I was a bowler. And I wanted to go from bowling into something that was more active because I was overweight and I wanted to do something that was a little bit more active. So uh, because I was overweight, I played football and, oh, well, I played football and because I was overweight, they wanted me to play lineman. And if you're not familiar with lineman is because you don't know about football, uh, essentially linemen are like the biggest people on the field. And they encourage those people, especially at a younger age, to maintain that weight. So... I was cut out for that because my memory was to eat a lot of food. Like my thing was, I'm going to eat a lot of food. I always eat a lot of food. So, you know, this is great for me. Uh, I was being encouraged to continue that. However, my thing was that I wanted to lose weight. Like, you know, like my, the whole point of being more, doing something else more active was to lose weight. So I was stuck between this procedural memory, this thing that I was continually doing, like subconsciously just eating and wanting to change that. And so I had to actually take a step back and be, be play another position. You know, I asked, I asked if I could play another position. Uh, luckily I was, you know, uh, between my sophomore and, or my freshman and sophomore year, I lost a, a, a lot of weight, uh, because I got into running track. And from there I went from lineman to playing, wide receiver which is more or less besides the kicker more or less like one of the skinnier people on the on the field so uh, and then you know I had more memory that I had to uh, and I had more things that I had to learn because you know alignment is not is not the same as a wide receiver so I had to learn how to play that that position and as it as it relates to exercise uh, but yeah I mean with potential you know you have unlimited potential you can be and do just about just about anything you want however you don't have unlimited energy and that is the thing is that like it, it, you have you have to kind of pick and choose what you want to do but on top of that you also have to be able to uh, figure out like what you're doing that is not working for you. You have to figure out what exactly is going to be working to your best benefit and that you that you can maybe cre- recreate over and over again. Essentially what I'm saying here is that you have to find something that is going to be working for you and latch on to that. You got to like hold on to that, make that thing your thing, while at the same time uh, looking for those things that are not working for you and erasing those things. So, I mean, with, again, with respect to exercise, I think uh, the best form of training, and I'll, Bruce Lee said, you know, I'd rather fight a man who uh, practiced a thousand kicks once over someone that practiced uh, one kick a thousand times, and that's good in fighting. However, fighting is not life. You know, it's a part of life, but it's not life. 
in life, you want to have a diversity of movements and thoughts, ideas, activities, because it helps recreate or helps create those neurological pathways. It helps to reform and it helps to reshape those uh, those systems that fire or whatnot. For those things that you are doing continuously, yeah, I mean, your brain, there's nothing that needs to be created. It's essentially, it's an already existing pathway. Whereas, like, if you are doing new things, you're always creating new pathways. So that, that creates a stronger brain. So, great if you are good at one thing, you know, keep doing that. But at the same time, you want to be good at multiple things. You want to have a diversity of talents, you know, like if, if possible. So none of those talents obviously are going to be as great as that one thing that you've practiced your whole life. But if you can continue to like grow and learn and do other things, not only is it going to help your, your brain, but it's also going to help you see that thing that you do, that your specialty, whatever that is, it's going to help you see it in a different light. It's going to help you actually be someone uh, that is like, what do they call that? Or like a renaissance person uh, because you have more than just one strength. Uh, you don't, you don't, you don't want to be one of those people that, you know, like, yeah, has this like one, like a one trick pony, as they say, right? You want to have different uh, weapons in your arsenal. So like whatever you do, like, I mean, that's why you, you know, you study more than one thing in school. Uh, that's why, you know, like there's more than one gear in your car. Nor, nor, multiple aspects of whatever you're doing uh, that go into creating that result that you want. So, you know, uh, so, I mean, that's essentially <laughs> what I want to say about potential here today is that, you know, is you have a lot of potential. All of you, whoever whoever's listening to this, you have a lot of potential. But the problem with a lot of people is that they've developed these bad habits that are not functional for them. And they continue to do these habits uh, because it seems to work for them. Uh, it's getting them by. However, if they really want the results that, they, that they ho- they're hoping to get, it's going to take a very long time. So it's, what I'm saying with this potential is that because we have this unlimited potential, you should hone in on those those things that you're doing great find those things about what you're doing great that are not really working for you and also at the same time work on other things that can that are you're maybe not so familiar with and i'm not saying that you should try to make those your strengths because that goes against everything i believe in you should absolutely work on your strengths fine tune them make them as perfect as possible but at the same time while you're doing that on the other end, you should be learning new things so that that thing that you are doing that you're great at, you become better at because you can see it not only from that one perspective that you're used to seeing it in, but in other perspectives as well. All right. So, yeah, that does it for my week. That was a little bit of uh, more complicated than I wanted to wanted it to be. I thought in my head, like, oh, this is going to be a pretty easy episode. I know I talk about this all the time, uh, but. <laughs> sometimes yeah, you, this is like a procedural memory right i've done these uh podcasts many many times and i'm pretty much sure that uh you know when when i have an idea that's going to come out it's going to come out uh the way i want it to but every, every once in a while like you know some things come up that you know that even when i'm talking i'm like oh that doesn't sound right so i have to kind of uh switch it up a little bit <laughs> sometimes mid-episode uh, so this is one of those times that i just kind of had to think about it a little bit while 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 we were talking here and had to uh try to see if i can straighten some things out so hopefully this uh came out to be a this turns out to be a, a relatively coherent episode that'll give you v- good value in the meantime check me out 
uh, online, generalfitnesscompany.com. You can check me out on Instagram, fitgeneraljerry, Facebook, you know, just look for uh, The Real Jerry Washington. That's like my screen name because yeah, I don't know if you know that on Facebook, you actually get like screen names. People don't realize that. But yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> that does it for my week. I'll check you later. Thanks so much for listening. And as always, keep good company.